generous and just. Growing up in my family, everything was uber fair. There were five of us kids and when we had like a pizza with like eight pieces, with the seven of us, we'd all have one piece and there'd be one piece left in the box and we'd all be staring at it. And then my, my dad would say, leave that for your mother. Or sometimes he'd use the trump card of, uh, I'm the biggest, I get that. And he would take it. There's another time, so everything was super just and fair. I remember um, I was in seminary and I received kind of a, a check in the mail. And I was like, hey, what's, what's this about? And they said, well, your sister needed some help financially. And I was like, okay. <laughs> they said, but we don't want there to be jealousy or suspicion. So we're giving all five of you kids the same thing right now. Now, I didn't complain about that. <laughs> In our gospel today, there's, there is complaining. There's a landowner who is generous and just. That he agrees with these workers who come early in the day, like, if you come, I'll give you your daily wage. And they said, great. And then people come later and he says, I'll give you what is just. And he gathers them back at the end of the day and beginning with the last. So they work the least amount of time and he gives them the whole day's wage which is very generous. And then he works his way back to the first people and they get the whole day wage, the whole day's wage, which is what they agreed to, but they're really annoyed. They complain. Which is interesting because if they looked just at what they had agreed with with the landowner, there's no problem. But as soon as they start comparing themselves to others, Suddenly they get jealous. Suddenly they feel like they're missing out. Every time we compare ourselves to others, we lose. The thing about God is different from this landowner. The landowner you know, has a finite purse. And I think we all operate from that mentality. Well, if, if he's generous with these people, why is he generous with me? What, what if the money runs out and I don't get what I deserve? Which I don't know what we ever deserve. But God is very different. With God, the money purse doesn't run out. With God, the, the pie doesn't get smaller. Because we're dealing with an infinite God. Whose love is unfathomable. It doesn't run just because he's loving this person. He also has the capacity to love me infinitely. I do not lose out. I mean, I actually have the opportunity to gain. When I see him blessing other people so generously, it reminds me of how good and generous he is. And maybe I'm not recognizing how he's being generous with me right now, but he is. That's, that's who he is. And it's interesting, these little details, like the, the people who are complaining, they... They go to the landowner and they say, this isn't fair. And rather than just shut them down or criticize them, the landowner actually listens. He even calls them 
my friend. And I think there's something important about that, that if I feel like I'm being slighted, if I feel jealous of my neighbor, the answer is to turn to the Lord and tell him all about what that's like for me. That's what matters. And what's beautiful is he always listens. There's a lot of parallels here between this and other stories. And it reminds me a lot of the prodigal son. That the prodigal son goes to his father and says, give me what is my share of the inheritance. You know, give me what is just. And so the father says, here you go. But then when he comes back, he had already received everything that was his that the father gives him sandals and a robe and a ring and the fattened calf. So the father is both just, but he's also generous. That he always has more to give. God always has more. And the older brother feels like, what about me? You're holding out on me. And what's the father's reply? Everything I have is yours. I'm not holding out on you. I'm giving you everything, everything that is good. This also applies to things like the sacraments. What's beautiful about the seven sacraments that we have as Catholics is God is faithful to his promises. And if I show up for a sacrament, God is guaranteed to show up. God will bless us every time without fail. But also God is... Generous. So what if there was somebody, you know, this has happened also many times during COVID, Catholic people in the hospital and the priest can't get there. So our instructions are basically, well, stand in the parking lot and do your thing, Father. Well, how, is, is, is that officially how it works or whatever? I don't know. But what I do know is that God is generous. And that when people, when we turn to him, He's going to show up. And so the, the catechism, paragraph 1257 says, God binds himself to the sacraments, but he's not bound by the sacraments. So he's guaranteed to show up. He promises. You, you, you know, like every time I go to confession, he's going to forgive your sins. <laughs> it's not a question. Well, but this time it was really bad. You know, I was just here two days ago, you know, or whatever. It doesn't matter. He's, he's going to show up. Which leads to an interesting question when at 5 o'clock when the landowner asked the, the people, he said, why do you stand here idle all day? And they respond, because no one has hired us. Really? Because the landowner's actually gone out four times and he hired everybody that was there so if you weren't there, it, if no one hired you, it's because you didn't, you didn't show up. <laughs> Does that make sense? So God's saying, I want to I welcome you and I want to forgive your sins, but I, I, just, I just need you to show up to confession. <laughs> you know, like, God says, I want to feed you with my very divine life, and I just need you to show up so that you can, you can receive. You know, Prophet Isaiah says this today, call him 
while he is near. Seek the Lord where he may be found. Call him while he is near. When is the Lord near? Always. The Lord, the Lord is always here. But as a, the perfect gentleman and in perfect love, he waits for us to open the door. The father of the prodigal son, his arms were open. And he was waiting until the son turned back. And so our generous God is, is always, <laughs> he's always there waiting to receive us. But maybe, you know, why did people, why were they not there? You know, why did the prodigal son take off? Because he was looking for other things. Where were these workers? They were trying to, I don't know what they were doing, but you know, they were trying to find sustenance by other things. But then maybe as the day grew on, they realized, gosh, if I don't turn back, like, I might not be provided for, I might not be sustained. Or maybe they were looking for what's satisfied out there, but it left them hungry. And so then they turned back to the landowner and he welcomed them. But God is the one who wants to satisfy our needs and desires. We don't have to be here. We don't have to, we don't have to ever turn to him. But the moment we turn to him, he waits there to, to welcome us. What is this parable all about in addition to the several things I already mentioned? This, this parable, Jesus says it's, a, it's about the kingdom of heaven. That the landowner is God. The laborers are us. The wage, what's the wage that people are given? But salvation. Entrance to the kingdom eternal union and life with God that is open to all people who desire to avail themselves of it. And so it's interesting is what is, what is the vineyard? The vineyard is, is the kingdom. It's, it's here now. It's, it's laboring with and for God. And so what is Jesus saying through this is he's inviting all of us to come labor with him for the kingdom of God. Now, he doesn't need us. You know, the landowner didn't, I don't know, did he really need those people at five o'clock? You know, the father of the prodigal son, did he really need his son? I mean, the son came back and the, the fields are fine, the animals are fine, they had a fattened calf, they're doing pretty good. Like, the father doesn't need us. But why did the father want his son to come back? Because he, he wanted to share his goodness with his son. When God invites us to labor with him in his vineyard, he, wants, he invites us into his mission. He invites us into his life and his goodness. And as we do that, we get to share his life every minute. We, we can wait till the 11th hour like, you know, Emperor Constantine. But, but then there's, well, what if, what if I don't make it in time? What if there's a pandemic and the priest can't get to the hospital? You know, what if, like, what, why... Why walk in anxiety and uncertainty when we can walk with our Father now? We can walk in this security knowing that He's going to provide all good things. We can walk with the one who's never outdone in generosity. The one who loves me, who holds nothing back for me, who gives me everything I desire. 
That's our invitation this day and every day. That when I realize how generous and just and good and faithful and loving the Father is, that's where I want to be right now.